Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Today is Fear <laughs> Not Friday. Friday. This is the 22nd day of September. The year is 2023, and it's Friday. <laughs> it's yep. Friday. Thanks. Yo. All right, let's get going. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. Listen to what the Spirit says. It's time for But we can go at night. One of my favorite songs lately that Megan does is called Defender. So I ask her to do it.
Wow. Wow. I wish I had wrote that song. Me too. I'm like, you wish Dad would have wrote that song. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Ain't that a good song, guys? Man. Brings tears to my eyes. Wow. It's already eight after. That's our good long song, but it was good and it was worth it to me. I needed that. You know, sometimes we just have to remember, we need to remind ourselves that he's our defender. Hallelujah. He saved me. It wasn't the other way around. I didn't save me. He saved me. Huh. And it's so much better that way. Well, good morning. We are in Proverbs chapter 20 still, going verse by verse, walking verse by verse. Anybody new here today, daybreak is simply a daily Bible study. Well, I say daily, it's Tuesday through Friday at this moment. And uh, we just walk right through the scriptures, right through the scriptures verse by verse, take them as they come and talk about what they talk about. Try to keep the Bible in context. And uh, that's what we try our best to do. Yesterday, we ended with verse 22 in Proverbs 20, verse 22, saying, Do not say, I will recompense evil. Wait for the Lord. He will save you. Goes right along with the song. Hallelujah. He has saved me. All I do is pray. All I do is worship. I trust Him. I love my enemies. I do good to those who hurt me. Okay? And we let God take care of it. Amen. And so today we start with verse 23 then is where we'll kick off today. All right. Larry Neal. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay. Uh, where did it, where am I? I just lost myself for a second. <laughs> Okay, verse 23. This is another proverb that goes over and over and over. And so we keep seeing this. Diverse weights are an abomination to the Lord, and dishonest scales are not good. Uh, judging by different standards, God hates it. Hates it. It's detestable. It, he loathes it entirely. God is not happy. <laughs> I'm sorry that came out of the living room. Sorry. No, I came out of Michael's room. Michael's room. <laughs> so anyway, where, where was I at? I've, God hates judging by different standards. Hold the same standard. Amen? And that's how he is. He's going to judge us. By the same standard. And I thank God that he is judging me based on what Jesus did, not on me. Amen. That's what it means to be in the Lord. God looks at him. Uh, what, what's that? What's yeah, that old hymn? We see so. We see so. Looks at him and pardons me. Much. Talk loud. We see so much 
corruption. Corruption. Yeah, you know? no, and I'm not saying that our it's, it's justice terrible. system is corrupt, but I'm just saying, you know, there's a problem if the person who is doing a white collar crime, so to speak, gets off with a slap of the wrist for something they they should have, you know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Amen. Yeah. And I mean, we see it all the time. Amen. Amen. And we talk about it all the time since we're going through Proverbs. We're in chapter 20. How many times have we come across a proverb talking about this same, very same thing? And uh, and so, you know, starting uh, the holiest day in Judaism is Yom Kippur. And it starts Sunday night, by the way. It's supposed to be a day of fasting and that's when the, you know, the special offering one time a year, the high priest would go into the holiest of holies, the holy of holies, one time a year, not without blood, to put on the mercy seat. He had to enter in by blood. Now, this was a testimony to Jesus. But the main the main thrust of Yom Kippur is, you know, restore your relationship with God and with people. You know, say, I'm sorry, get things right. And so anyway... Golly, can you imagine on the eve of that, how the mm. high priest, I mean, you know about some anxiety. I mean, that to me, uh -huh. like, okay, I'm fixing to go into the place where God dwells. Right. And I know I'm not holy. Right. And, and he knows he's not holy. like, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> right. know, It's like. Yes. Uh, and so, and yeah. So, yeah, it would be a fearful thing to walk into that room. That's why there was a veil. You didn't go in there. That represented heaven itself. That represented where, remember when the Lord said, touch me not, Mary, I've not yet ascended. That represents the high priest going into the Holy of Holies, heaven itself. The tabernacle, oh, we need that banner. It's, 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 it's in the car. Uh, so Senator Mark Pody told me yesterday, so in Lebanon, Tennessee, they're, they're erecting a life-size tabernacle next weekend. During Tabernacles, it'll be there Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So we went to a pastor's appreciation banquet uh, in Lebanon uh, that they threw for the pastors, and I uh, saw Mark Pody there. I knew he is. I knew he was putting this life-size life tabernacle up. Okay. Uh, but what they told me, what him and Brother Pierce told me, who has been involved in this as well, is. For me to encourage people to come, it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday. There's no tickets left, but they said, don't worry about the tickets. Nobody will be turned away. Please come and look at a life-size replica of the tabernacle, okay? The tent of meeting. And uh, that's worth a drive, guys. That's worth a drive. I mean, you've got to go like over into one of the deserts of Israel to see something like this. This, this is going to be a magnificent thing. And uh, and I knew that all the tickets were gone, so I haven't said anything about it. But Senator told me last night, he said, tell everybody to come. Everybody, nobody will be turned away. And Mama ran out to the car to get that. Thank you. She's huffing and puffing. We, got way we, we live up the hill. So here it is. Let me stick it up here for you. The, ki Ooh, the king is coming. If you've ever wondered, what? What do you think that looked like when Moses, you know, and now I'm sure there'll be no fire over the Holy of Holies. But well, we never, God, <laughs> hey, that would be cool. Up. 
But there will be, you know, there will be preaching. Uh, there will be a lot. I mean, that's even worth a, a you know, getting a motel in Lebanon and, and coming and seeing this yeah. thing. It really yeah, is. It's not something you're going to be able to see. You, you cannot just see that anywhere. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and I told him that we would talk about it on daybreak. And I was so. outside, so I don't know if you mentioned that there is a replica in Israel. Yeah, yeah, I told him that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so a hotel room in Lebanon, definitely cheaper. It's, it's a lot cheaper than going to Israel. <laughs> you're right, to see the replica. All right, so where'd I get to? That's worth it. Go. Now, we're taking a group. There's a group of us from Church Without Walls going on the Sunday. That'd be the 1st, right? October the 1st. On the Sunday, 345. If you want to kind of just come and join in our group, we'll have 50 or more people, as many people. He said, don't worry about how many people I'll bring. So anybody wants to come show up. If you want to go with us at Church Without Walls, Sunday evening, 345. 345, Sunday evening. That's when we're going to take a tour. All right. 24. Man's steps are ordered of the Lord. How then can a man understand his own way? This is just, this proverb is just speaking of the sovereignty of God and how, how we make our decisions, but God directs our steps. God puts us on a path. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, if you have our albums, our Sweet Surrender album, we have a song on there called Speak to Me. Any of you on here uh, I don't get to see comments because I do these uh, the scriptures, but any of you on here have ever listened or you remember our song, Speak to Me? Well, that's kind of what this is talking about. Lord, I need direction. Lord, I need correction. Speak to me, Lord. I want to understand this path I'm on. I want to understand, you know, I've, I've took some wrong turns, you know. But this, this verse speaks of the sovereignty of God, that behind it all, God is there. I, this gives us such comfort when we trust Him. When we trust Him. When we get out of trust, trusting Him, our, our security leaves, our comfort leaves. We're like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? But when we just trust the sovereignty of our Lord and say, God's got this. He's got this. Amen? Amen. And then praise the Lord for that. Uh and this is why, and, and Jesus, Yeshua told us to pray this way when he said, you know, not my will but yours be done, even when he's in the garden. Not my will but yours be done. In other words, God, I don't know that I can fully understand your way, and I trust you more than I trust me. So I don't understand my own way. Here's what I think, and here's what I'm praying for, and I'm, I'm asking. God, let your will be done. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, next one. There's 25. What are you doing? You might do you. Watch somebody doing something. Verse 25. It is a snare for a man to devote himself rashly, to devote rashly something as holy, and afterward to reconsider his vows. It's an interesting proverb. Seems to have a twofold meaning. Uh, first, just at first glance, it's a, it's a snare for a man. Don't be rash in calling something holy. Need to be sure it is first, right? So that's definitely in this proverb. But it seems to, and afterwards, to reconsider his vows, seems to speak more to me about be very careful what comes out of your mouth, right? Be very careful 
what comes out of your mouths. And so it made me think of uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Ecclesiastes chapter 5. I want to read a few here. Now I'm going to start with verse 4. Verse 4. Here's what God says. He says, When you make a vow to God, do not delay to pay it. For he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you have vowed. Better not to vow than to vow and not pay. Verse 6. I'm in Ecclesiastes 5, 6. Do not let your mouth cause your flesh to sin, nor say before the messenger of God that it was an error. Ooh. Why should God be angry at your excuse? Wow. Man, there's a lot of things involved here. Don't let the angel of God, right? The angel. So evidently, this scripture is giving the thought that when you when you make a vow to God, you say, I'm going to fill in the blank. An angel jots it down. And don't don't say, right? Don't let your flesh, don't let your mouth cause your flesh to sin. I think of all the times I've said, oh yeah, I'll do, I'll do that, and then forgotten or just didn't. And, right. Ugh, now, it should be noted that we do live in, and I would also cause this an age of grace. There is a, a difference, you know, with the, uh, the coming of the Lord and the payment that's been given for us. But we, but it is New Testament scripture as well that we need to be careful what comes out of our mouth. Let your yes be yes and your no, no. You know, Jesus says to speak what you mean, mean what you say. Now, we live in a time, and I even see this, I see this in all of our lives. We, we're, our word doesn't mean a lot anymore. What do you think? I mean, do you think, I mean, it's, it's like we will say anything now, and it's just not a big deal to say, ah, I was wrong. And it's so much. I, I was, it was a mistake. I shouldn't have said that. All right? It's just very easy. There are certain personality types that really do not like confrontation. And a lot of times they'll just say, oh yeah, okay, whatever. You know, they never really intend to do whatever that is. They just don't want to deal with yeah. with saying no or whatever. And, you know, and we don't realize that when we do that, this is what we're warning us. We're, right. we're, we're lying. Yeah, well, you know, and... and and this this is going uh, it really is going beyond just saying something it is like vowing a vow but you know the lord yeshua jesus said swear not at all neither by you know see basically the new testament the teachings of the lord and the teaching of the apostles is we need to be very careful you know it it actually frowns upon making oaths and swearing much and and if we do vow a vow you know it needs to be a serious thing to the follower of the Lord. Amen. It needs to be a very serious thing. Don't be rash. Don't be rash with your words. I shouldn't be rash with my words. So we need to be very, very careful. Verse 26. A wise king sifts out the wicked and brings the threshing wheel over them. A wise king sifts out the wicked, brings the threshing floor or the threshing wheel over them the threshing wheel is that big wheel you know you pour it that wheel just crushes it and it's saying that a wise king gets the wicked out of the kingdom is what it's saying the wise king gets the wicked out of the kingdom or he's not going to have a good kingdom 
Now, Jesus alludes to this, and I thought it might be good to go to his parable and just talk about that. And this will be the last one we go to today. But Jesus alluded to this. Do you remember the parable of the wheat and the tares? And he's talking about the kingdom. It's like one sowing good seed in his in his field. And while men slept, another comes and sows tares among the wheat. And he says, let them both grow together until the harvest, right? But then what's he say? He tells them, now I'm in Matthew chapter 30, and I'm going to start with verse 1330. Matthew 1330. He says, now this is the parable part. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, first gather together the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. This is a parable of the end time, the return of the Lord. We meet the Lord. If you know, if you've listened to my teaching, Jenny, it's after the tribulation. We meet the Lord after the tribulation. We get caught up. The church meets the Lord in the air. The, the Lord returns to fight the battle here on earth. And then the millennial kingdom begins and God wipes, gets the wicked out of the kingdom. When he's explaining this a little later, uh, he explains, and let's just read the whole parable explained, the wheat and the tares, because nobody can explain it better than Jesus. And here we are, verse 37. So I'm in Matthew 13, 37. He that sows the good seed is the son of man. Talking about Jesus himself, the king. Son of man refers to the image of Daniel. Daniel chapter 7. The field is the world. So now we know what the field is. The good seeds are the son of the kingdom. That's God's children. Okay. But the tares are the sons of the wicked one. That's the devil's children. The enemy that sowed them is the devil. That's clear. The harvest is what? The end of the age. Not the end of the world. The end of the age. The reapers are the angels. Well, we know who the reapers are now. Therefore, as the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of this age. The Son of Man, verse 41, 1341, Matthew. The Son of Man will send out his angels. They will gather out of his kingdom. The takeover has already happened. Remember, the seventh angel sounded. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ. Revelation chapter 11. Sounding of the seventh trumpet. The Son of Man will send out his angels. They will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend. Those who practice lawlessness, the wicked ones, cast them into a furnace of fire. There will be wailing, the gnashing of teeth then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father he who hath ears to hear let him hear the proverb proverb 2026 a wise king sifts out the wicked jesus is the wise king and he's going to sift out the wicked here's my advice here's my advice if you're on the wrong side of this get on the right side now Easy. It's easy. It's easy. Whosoever will. You say, I don't know if God would receive me. 
If you will hear his gospel, he will receive you. This is whosoever will. Come. I've done too much bad. No, you haven't. If you will repent, if you will turn, if you will receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you're willing to do that, then God will forgive you. And you can move into the kingdom of his dear son. Be part of the kingdom of light. Won't you do that? And if you do that, send us a text. Let us know. Send us a message. Let us know that you chose the Lord, that you switched kingdoms, that you're now in the kingdom of God. Amen? We'd love to hear that from you. All right, saints. God bless you. Thank you for being here. I appreciate your comments. Thank you guys for being with us. And this weekend, Lord willing, we will see you Monday morning at 8 o'clock. Uh, no, Tuesday morning at 8 o'clock, Lord willing. And uh, have a great weekend. Some of you, or we will be back at the upper room tomorrow. So some of you will be able to tune in. You'll tune in and be with us tomorrow about 11.15, somewhere in that area, uh, for service at the upper room. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Let's say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day in our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. Shabbat Shalom. Love you guys. God bless you. See you next week.